very, very warm welcome to season two, episode 25 of the Really Bad Mental Health Podcast. You can hear the laughter already in the background. Yeah. Oh, if if we could put on air what we were just talking about, we would, but we absolutely cannot. But here no. we are. It's Wednesday night. We are here in HQ recording the Really Bad Mental Health Podcast. So thanks, everyone, for joining us. Harv. Hey. How are you? Um... I'm a bit tired, bit tired, but I'm really good because I'm off work for a few days because it's half term, and I've had a day out with the fam today at a theme park in near Totnes in Devon, um, and seen lots of animals and been on lots of rides, and it was just generally a really nice day. So I've come off the back of that. The tiredness is just a byproduct of a fun day. Oh well, that's a good tired. It's a good tired. Yeah, that is nice. Yeah, and I'm also tired from adult gymnastics last night. Which well, tell us more. We oh, need to talk I, about I, this. We need to talk about this. Yeah. So. Um, Rivers meet in Gillingham. Well, ironically, they do it at a place that used to be a nightclub. We all spent far too many hours and, you know, it was weird being in there under totally different circumstances, but still sweating a lot. It's um, It used to be Legends Nightclub, which I think a lot of our listeners will, will know that. And it was back in the, like late nineties, early two thousands. One of the one of the happening spots in the southwest, I would say. Yeah, yeah. It was we, yeah, the most thought, happening spot in North Dorset. Yeah, but we <laughs> thought it, we North thought North it was crap because it was on our doorstep. But people used to drive from a long distance yeah, to get they to did. it. They did. You know, there was Oscars in Longley and um, celebrities Club as well. Ice. Yeah, reflections. Um, which was cl- yeah, Club Ice yeah, Reflections yeah, yeah, yeah. was in Westbury, yeah. and and Legends was in in that sort of mix of G Spot and Blanford, G Spot and Blanford. Mm. Never yeah. found yeah. it. The venue in Bo- Pool, yeah, yeah, amazing, wasn't it? Amazing. Hollywood. So anyway, oh yeah, Hollywood oh yeah, Hollywood's and Ipswich. Ipswich. Yeah, for our, for our East Sad. Well, Martins in Eastleigh. I used to go there, but then it burnt down, and it was Martins too. Oh, there was the venue, <laughs> was like Sugar Hut. Yeah, the venue there. in Pool. Oh, you said yeah, the yeah, venue. Yeah, sorry, sorry, yeah, yeah, just glazing over about yeah. the G spot. Yeah, <laughs> amazing. But anyway, so you were there. Um, so I was there, and they now do the Rivers Meet Leisure Centre now use that building as a gymnastics centre. And they do twice a week, they do adults gymnastics classes. So I went along with a few, uh, well, fellow trustees of the charity, Tom and Rach, uh, and a few other people we know. Um, and we just had fun for an hour. What were you doing? Oh, so they had this long inflatable thing. Oh, yeah. We, it's uh, like yeah, a flip mat. Yeah. yeah. So to begin with, you were just like doing roly polies down there, then cartwheels down there, and then like jumping down there. That was great fun. Then we did some stretching stuff that obviously I was crap at. Yeah. Um, and Because you, you're a bloke. And then we just did like, uh, we were j- jumping off of the, the springboards and doing um, over the pommel horse and stuff like oh, that. Oh, yeah. It was all, oh, just, just fun, but like it's what just, it's it was just absolute fun. It sounds like what, Lee? What my like childhood? I wanted to be a gymnast so bad as a kid. What amazed me is that the woman taking it, Abby, I think her name was, um, said afterwards that she didn't realise the adult class would carry more risk than the children's class. Oh yeah, <laughs> because we were just going for yeah. it. It was so good. Yeah, so good. So I'm pretty sure I'll be in the Olympics. Maybe not the next one, but four years time. Yeah. Well, we look forward to that. I'll yeah, come and yeah. Watch. yeah. But I'm up for gymnastics. I want to do it. Yeah, I can't do it. At the mo- is it what day is it? Tuesday. Yeah, I can make that. That's yeah, good. yeah. I mean, in the future, we've all got to go. Yeah, yeah. And we'll, we'll have to film it because it's just, it's well, just good fun. Tell you what, some social media and um, yeah, content. Yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> it was just uh, it was just being allowed to be kids for an hour. Mm. It was it was amazing. Oh, cool. And Lise, how are you? I am also tired today. Oh, here we go. Here we I go. knew she was going to talk about this, didn't you? Right again, oh, what did you for so Lise, What did you do last night? Uh, so last night I went to see JLS <laughs> down at the Vic. Not only did I go and see them. Hang on, PD, you ain't heard this bit yet. Um, I met them as well because I had a meet and greet ticket. So what? How many times have you met JLS? 
Well, they know your name. They know my name. Yeah. They but actually recognise you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but they're like, all right, Lise. This is partly <laughs> because, um, have I never told you the sport relief auction story on eBay? Oh, I don't, I so don't many think you've told ago, the podcaster. Many years ago, there was um, an auction on eBay for sport relief where you could get celebrities, you could bid on celebrities to follow you on Twitter for 90 oh, days. Oh, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. For how many days? It was... It, the... the um, Auction was 90, so they had to fulfill 90 days. They yeah. could carry on if they wanted to, but there was no obligation to yeah. do so. Obviously, JLS, being the lovely boys that they are, carried on following me. They still follow you now? Yeah. Um, how, so how much did you pay for that? Come I on, this is going to be a lot of money, isn't it? Was, no, because it was one of those things. I lost the, the auction. Someone oh. else outbid me. And then the girl who <laughs> won, her dad, refused to pay the money because he thought it was like going to be more than just a 90-day follow on Twitter. So it was for charity? It was for charity, yeah. But he was like, I'm not paying Ooh. that. What, because it was a ridiculous amount of money? Uh, yeah, I think my highest bid was something like seven something. 700? Yeah, I no, think I, I ended up paying... £7.50? <laughs> well, £7.50 is reasonable, <laughs> yeah. I think I ended up paying somewhere around six fifty, six seven five. Wow. Um, and that went for sport relief. So that's yeah, the main thing. That's the, the, the winner is the charity. At that point in time, yeah. I was the only fan they followed. So this is what got me in with them because I was then, and on Twitter I was Baby Coops. So for a long time I was known as Baby Coops what, to them. To them? They'd yeah. be like, oh, it's Baby, Baby Coops. Coops. Yeah. And like, I went to one of their gigs and I took a banner which said, I'm Baby Coops. And they were like, ah. And then... <laughs> oh, this is so cute. <laughs> this is amazing, but, isn't it? But so, yeah, <laughs> I mean, meeting-wise, um, I've paid for quite a few meet-and-greets. Um, and I've also we stayed in, we used to stay in their hotels and meet them outside TV centres and. So how much do you pay for a meet and greet? No, don't uh, don't answer that. So <laughs> she to told be, me earlier. And don't, don't, least don't answer it. Used to be hundred and ten pound when we started doing okay, it. Okay, okay, inflation. Inflation. Um, it was two hundred and fifty, I think, this time with fees. But you get a chair. You get a seat. Oh, I had a front row chair seat. Enough. So I. <laughs> so I was also front row. Okay, so that's. So I mean, exciting. you're a super fan, I guess. I am yeah. a super fan, yeah. yeah. I'm just thinking out loud now, we need to raise money for the charity. So if anybody wants to meet and greet with us, yeah. we yeah. do it for we half that. With £7.50. Speaking of super fans, I've just got to drop a name in it, who, who is someone who is a super fan of the podcast. So a new colleague of mine at work, Adele, has recently joined the team and listened to every episode of the podcast in one weekend. Wow. That That is super fan territory. Wow. That is. Yeah, that is amazing. Yeah. So, Get Big listener show. of the week, like Greg yes, James. she's listener of the week. There you go, listener of the week. Listener of the week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when I when I said we were doing the podcast tonight, she was super excited. Uh, yeah, so oh, wow. she is an absolute. So super she obviously, fan. obviously knows you because you work with her. Yeah, I hope she, she knows does, yeah. us from the pod. <laughs> yeah. So if she wants a meet and greet and wants to give me at least fifty yeah. quid for charity, for charity, mate. Yeah, for charity, mate. So there you go. So that was that. But I'm also just generally tired. I think it's the time of year, isn't it? Like, oh yeah, clocks the, go back. Clocks yeah, yeah. I'm just finding it really hard. Extra to get bed though. And yeah. I, and yeah, but your view depends on your view on this, doesn't it? Because I'm, I'm like, it, it, I'm not going to say it depresses me because I think I'm using using that word too flippantly. But it gets me down a bit the weather when it when it changes. But my wife Naomi, she loves the coziness that it brings. No, the, no, no, no. Your face give is around the room. Yeah, like, yeah, light give me the, yeah, light give me the summer anytime. Yeah. But she's not alone in that. There's plenty of people out oh, there yeah, that no, are like, oh, no, I much prefer it. Yeah, yeah people Jesus. excited for the winter. Yeah. I yeah, think what I'm gets just... me, it winds me up about the winds me up about it. Like I'm going to stop it. Bloody Tories. Was it their idea? Yeah, the weather. The weather. It just goes on too long. Yeah, it's all right. It's it's novel at the moment, but then in March when it's still dark, I'll be 
Yeah, down. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah, tired, but, but it's nice that we do get the seasons and the change in times. I spent a lot of time in Australia, and being closer to the equator, they don't have the long evenings like we do. It gets oh, dark. No. In the winter, it's dark at six. In the summer, it's dark at seven. Uh, so okay. when, when I went to Finland, or we went to Lapland, and they only had what they call grey light. Yeah, so the so sun doesn't actually get dark. The, the sun never it? properly came yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah. So you had like an, one or two hours in the middle of the day where it's lighter yeah. and then it's dark now other time. And yeah. that was fun because it was novel for like but four imagine days. imagine that. But I mean, yeah, when we talk about, it's a mental health podcast, but, but I know the suicide rates in Scandinavia really high, though, isn't it? are really high and that is part of the reason. Yeah. But yeah. summer, it, it's never dark. That's the no, other thing. The flip yeah, side is, yeah. in the summer, oh. it's never dark. Yeah, because like, if you've got yeah. a fully dark day in the winter, you have, you a, have fully a fully light, light day. day in the so summer. So like 2 a.m., when I was out in Norway, I didn't ever go into the Arctic Circle, but some of the guys I was working with did, yeah. and they'd send me a picture at 2 a.m. They're outside a bar, and it's like... I mean, it's not day. I mean, it is daylight. It's light, yeah. but the sun oh. is very, very low in the background. But it's still light at two a.m. Wow! But like you say, half that's day. it's absolutely got a link to mental health. Yeah, without mm. a doubt. Yeah, and then we we get the the long drawn in dark nights. So that's you know our biggest spike in people wanting th- help and therapy was January this year. Uh, it was yeah. You coincide with Christmas, which isn't always um, a great time for everybody. Yeah. Uh, and then the weather and the darkness and all that, yeah, it does um, yeah. does and definitely affect people. On that note, 76 people through early intervention, life-saving counselling. 70, we didn't even get a chance to drum roll then. I know, I know, but isn't that fantastic? Like, 76 people. That's, that's nearly 100. Yeah. And that what, is. Uh, it's everyone, nearer 100 than it is 50. It is, yeah. What well, it is, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the way Harvard's looking at least. Yeah. Um, it's quick math there, Lisa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for me. <laughs> no, it just made, made, reminded me of something I found out the other day that we are nearer than than we're not, and I was going to tie it in, but actually has no relevance to the podcast or what we're talking to about talking about right now yeah but now that's interesting so please say it so i was listening to a a podcast about the ancient egyptians yeah and the ancient egyptian period is over a a colossally long time yeah and cleopatra we're closer to cleopatra than cleopatra was to the pyramid of giza being being constructed that's absolutely no relevance absolutely no relevance but has got relevance to a conversation you and i had the other day about pub quizzes and how we know some random stuff exactly so when that question didn't you i I did two pub quizzes last week one one and came second in the other and had i known my mr men would have won two what was the question see if me and lisa can answer it was a picture round oh okay there was like four or five mr men in there and Uh, we um We didn't do well. We got like outlines of countries and flags, right? I think I'd be pretty good at Mr. Men. Yeah, I think they're more tricky than you think. Mm. They do look a... Quite similar. Mm, they do. Mm. I mean, yeah. For our foreign listeners, Mister Men was a, a book that we read as kids. I suppose it was like your first sort of our insight foreign of reading. Yeah, we've got near France. Monsieur Homme. <laughs> your France is France. Your France is your amazing. France is amazing. My, my France is very good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cool. Right, that so, went in every direction possible, yeah, didn't it? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm tired of the out- outcome of that. <laughs> yeah, what I'm an introduction. Yeah. And how are you? Yeah, I'm all right. I'm all right. I think you guys both know I had a little bit of a blip last week. I went a bit radio silent for a few days um, and I got suitably told off by my wife for not talking to people about it. Mm-hmm. Um, things I don't even really know what happened. I think things just got a bit much and I thought, you know what, I just need a bit of time out. Coincided with me being out of the country with work mm-hmm. and I had a couple of days of just being quiet, which I don't know whether I needed or not really, but I watched a lot of comedy, which is what we were talking about. Mickey Flanagan, Kevin Bridges and... 
the sweaty Lee guy. Evans. Lee Evans. Guy. Yeah. And I tell you what, <laughs> I didn't know if he was asking me by pointing at me. Yeah, going, the, you're the, the sweaty guy. guy. It could be you or Lee Evans. Yeah, either or. But you know, those things did did help me work, work myself out a little bit. And then obviously we had the market on Saturday that was in town, so I spent a lot of time with you guys, which always always helps. And it so was it's a, big a good grounding. little, um, I don't know, mental health little strategy there. Then just loading up the this, the comedy videos on Instagram or whatever when you're feeling a bit down and giving yourself something to laugh at. Do you know? And like Mickey Flanagan, I can go back and watch his stuff over and over again and it's as funny the 50th time as it is the first time I mean he's going on about peeping you know yeah. when he's peeping out the window <laughs> you hold the peep and he's do you know what I mean it's just the way and Lee Evans as well the way he is on stage if you watched it in silent he's still funny yeah, yeah if yeah, you yeah. didn't hear what he was saying just to, and I think that's it's a good point sometimes I think there's two things that are good for me is watching comedy, which I found out recently, and listening to music. Mm. You know, if you go back to some stuff that made you really happy, and, you know, same as smells, isn't yeah. it? Smells remind you of times of stuff. And I think that that helped. And I listened to a lot of music and walked a lot. And, um, yeah, that helped. Pretty stressful week, if I'm honest, because I was out of the country working. But, um, but yeah, all is good now. I think revisiting things you like, you know you like, is a really good strategy and yeah, I, like i said earlier before the podcast we i said i've been listening to the streets a grand don't come for oh, free mate, album. honestly and i haven't heard that for years yeah and i listened to it on a fairly long drive the other night and oh i was just like this is so good yeah and it took me back to a happy place yeah probably when i was in that happy place i didn't know i was in a happy place yeah it's weird how it works but yeah. music comedy film it can it can have that effect yeah absolutely so there you go see um that's that's pretty much where i am but i'm feeling a lot better now and um, I'll rant about something else later, but it's my f the, not the mental health side, it's the physical health side, and you both know where I'm going with that. Yeah. So let's have an update. Where are we, the Brave and Determined Charity? Over to you, Lise. Lise so Lise, Am I the charity? <laughs> well, Lise has, has taken on the role of doing our agenda, which yeah. works out great for me in half because it means we ain't got to do it. <laughs> yeah. And Lise is really good at it, so she writes the agenda. I don't know why, because I'm used to remembering stuff. No, you're like, bloody brilliant. Well done. Last time? Yeah. So you had, well, we had the carnival, Shaftesbury yes. Carnival. We're the beneficiaries, mm. easy for me to say, yeah. of the Shaftesbury Carnival. So what? A, that was a busy day, wasn't it? That was a busy day. It was a busy. It, it was a long day. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was a late oh, mate, night. It's making me remember. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> um, it was a good day. We did. We had a, a stall in town um, that was, if we I remember rightly, yeah, really quite a busy one, wasn't, wasn't it? it? A lot of people about the show. I mean. You know, shout out to the Shaftesbury Carnival guys because they do a great job. Yeah. Oh, fantastic um, job. I don't know and if, keep it alive. They keep it alive. Because the town yeah. needs it. I don't know yeah. whether we answered the question as whether as to whether carnivals exist outside the southwest. Uh, was, it, was that on the last yeah. podcast? Yeah. Yeah. God, it was, wasn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. We need to... Yeah, do they? they? Do. Yeah. Where were you on the last podcast? Well, I was here. <laughs> <laughs> but you God, did not answer it. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, so the day was really good. We had the store in town. Um, it was busy. They have the children's procession. Then in the evening, they have the... Um, adults procession? Is it an adult? It's not just it adults procession. Adults well, it's called the it? Illuminated oh, procession. Illuminated. The Illuminated right, procession, yeah. Yeah. which was, I think, really well attended um, and lots of uh, floats and things going on. And as for being the beneficiaries... Um, we volunteered we to, volunteered do, a job, to we? do a job and that job was collecting the cones up uh, some just before it began and a lot after um, and it was oh, I had mixed emotions carrying out this task um, <laughs> well the, the logistics when someone says to you 
do you mind collecting the cones? We went, yeah, of course we will. <laughs> but what we didn't realise is you couldn't collect the cones until the road was open again because otherwise we would have been killed Yeah. because we had to collect the cones on the diversion route. So, so they were diverting the traffic so that the, the high street and a bit of the like relief road in, in Shaftesbury remained closed. So we couldn't go and collect the cones through fear of death. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So we went and got a drink and hung around, didn't we, till about 10 o'clock at night? Yeah, yeah, because the roads weren't open as soon as they, as quickly as they thought they might be as well because, I don't know, some carnival club decided they were going to break down, which doesn't mean what I thought it meant at the time. It just means <laughs> they were going to take their stuff apart. Anyway, uh, I don't want to get the, the car- guy was, carnival The guy politics. was ranting about breaking down, so we were like, yeah. well, what if you're broken down, get another bloody tractor. But yeah. he didn't mean that, did no, he? But no, he it's meant... It's because we don't know... Carney talk. Yeah. Carney talk. Yeah. Oh, I don't think you can say that. Oh, carnival, <laughs> carnival speak. <laughs> anyway. anyway. <laughs> Moving on. Anyway, so we, we ended up collecting all the cones, and there was a real nice self-indulgent um, moment for the Brave and Determined charity and Brave and Determined company, though, because we got to drive the truck ahead of the procession yes we, and we we sort of flagged up the truck yeah with the badco flags on it um and there were a lot of our supporters about and there was a lot of cheering and going yay badco and all this kind of thing lots so, of people waving lots of kids yeah. being like way badco and they were they were proper loving it weren't they yeah, yeah, yeah. i felt a little bit like royalty yeah yeah <laughs> were you like the princess and prince like waving on the, the actual float. high street we didn't have to collect any cones no. they had already been done right. so we drove the first bit collecting cones then all got in the truck and drove through and everyone was waving, weren't they? Yeah, and like was it was lovely. amazing how many people knew who we were. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was that was a really nice thing. So yeah, mixed emotions, but um ultimately the carnival uh made us their beneficiary. Uh, I know the, the charity is gonna receive um at least a couple of thousand pounds from it. Um so yeah, thank you to all the guys involved in that. Thank you to everybody that gave and and for the evening and the, the day and the evening. It was great. Yeah, I just need to go one because what you didn't touch on there, oh. Harv, was so it's now half ten at night and office lady is driving the truck yeah. with the trailer on the back. And me and Harv are so unprepared, we didn't even have like a high-vis or anything, are running. You're on like the left-hand side of the road. I'm on the right-hand side of the road. We're running behind the truck, collecting the cones into like piles of five and then chucking them onto the trailer, weren't we? And we were doing that until probably 11, I suppose. It probably yeah, took there us was, an hour. there was a little bit of a, cha- a physics challenge between the height of the edge of the trailer and the height we were going with these cones and whether yeah. they'd stay on there. And yeah, it was. It was um... And then we had to deliver the cones to the next town. Yeah. And then so by the time we got back, I mean, we were in bed. Bearing in mind, and the other thing we didn't touch on, and I'm not being the, oh, poor me, because you and office lady set up on your own that day, I think, wasn't it? Were you oh, there? I, in yeah, 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 you were there, Lise. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. I wasn't there because I was at the firefighters oh, charity the car, car wash. <laughs> so I got there at 8 o'clock in the morning and started washing cars. Then came to you guys. I think I got there for 11 when you had yeah. already set up. And then I got into bed at about half 12 yeah. and hadn't mm. been home. Yeah. That was a long day. That was, that a, was long a long day. day. It was a long day. But... but the firefighters charity gave us 50% of what the charity car wash raised and the other 50% goes to the firefighters charity. So a massive shout out to those guys yeah. and huge support, like personally for me being one of the firefighters in Shaftesbury and that they they gave us 50% of the money. That's, you know, 
18 other people saying yes we want to support the charity that you're involved with and I thought that was re- so kind yeah, that is really nice. so big shout out to the firefighters and to the Shasta Carnival so thank you thank it's you really thank good. you thank yeah. you and we had uh, Siobhan she completed her Out Hebrides run unbelievable unbelievable raised over £2,000 amazing uh, she had the BBC cameras there I believe at one point yeah, yeah. BBC yeah. Scotland yeah. 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 yeah so I mean it's incredible 180 miles wasn't it uh, yeah so it's 186 miles in total or something yeah, yeah. over 30 odd miles a day wasn't it yeah unbelievable and then the last day was and like a marathon sh- in a bit we shouldn't ask a lady's age but she's 60 plus yeah. is that right yeah, yeah. yeah. In it's 60s. incredible fantastic yeah. incredible yeah fantastic thank you Siobhan. so that thank was you. amazing and Holly Nixon yes. completed the Cardiff half in, in a- an incredible time like, yeah. I saw that time and I was like that is insane. As someone who's done two half marathons and been quite proud of their over two hour time. It's amazing, isn't it? She did one hour 39. Oh, you know, yeah. That is amazing, I mean, isn't that it? That's is. pretty, yeah. That's, that's... Yeah. Do you, do you know my half marathon time? Yeah. You know it. Yeah. Oh, I think I do know it because I think I was like, that is quick. 128. <sighs> that's, yeah, sub 130. Yeah, that was at Reading half marathon. Wow. Yeah. But I was... I was about 11 stone, pretty mentally unstable at the time because I did nothing but run, <laughs> um, didn't really eat much and just ran all the time and was super quick and went to Reading to do a fast half marathon. Wow. So I hung out with the the pace guy yeah. who had the 130 barrier, um, you know, yeah, sign, and got to about 10 miles and thought, yeah, I feel all right, see ya, and just ran the pants off it for the last three miles. Wow. Felt my, like my legs were going to fall off as I turned into the Majetsky Stadium, which Harv will know. Where yeah, the I do. Stadium. Yeah, yeah. John, Mag- John Majetsky. Yeah. Which is Reading Football Club. I'm mm. watching the Beckham documentary at the moment. Oh, I haven't started it yet. I tell you what, definitely worth watching. I'm not a football fan, but I just think, like, Harv, because he must know every game that, like, Beckham played in and the score and what happened and all that. Because you love it, don't you? I think we, we had a conversation about this the other day and you, you, it was you the referenced. Kick. It was yeah, the yeah, kick. It was when he scored from just inside inside the halfway line against Wimbledon against Wimbledon and how Neil, do you know that Neil Sullivan was the goalkeeper yeah, because, but, I mean I'm, I'm not a Man United fan I'm going to get clear on that right, as well, right away but I'm a football fan and I, I think you'll be loads and loads of football fans will know that yeah because it's I iconic I didn't know who it was against but I can remember that goal do you remember when Beckham went to Real Madrid what was the what was the score in the first game he played I don't remember I don't the score was, no. he was with the Galacticos I could name a lot of the squad but I don't know what the Galacticos means. It was, it was an era of Real Madrid players where oh. they spent a lot of money. So you had like Roberto Carlos and Figo, Ronaldo, Figo. Figo. Look at him! Yeah, no, I only watched it. I watched it. I watched it last night. Yeah. I tell you what, have you seen Ronaldo now? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's been on a yeah. bag. Not the, not the Portuguese Ronaldo. <laughs> this is the uh, the Brazilian Ronaldo. That, um, Ronaldo. His first name's Ronaldo, isn't it? He's the, he's the real Ronaldo. That oh, one may not have fans up listening. Oh, the okay. real Ronaldo. Oh, okay. Yeah, but it's uh, it's quite good. It's worth a watch. It's anyway. worth a watch. Sorry, back um, to where we were. Yeah. So yeah, Holly raised over a thousand pounds. Yeah, amazing. Oh, it's more than that. I yeah, can't. I think it was she one... has told me, but I can't remember what it was. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was a little bit over a thousand. Yeah, amazing. Um, and then we've got some other people doing some stuff. Yeah, it says, yes. It says Who's the first thing? The yeah. last one is myself. Yes, Liz. I am. So me and my good friend Layla, who is also a bag. Mrs. Squidge. Mrs. Yeah. Squidge. Shout out to Mrs. Squidge. Yeah. She she is... Oh, happy birthday. Yes, yes she just just had a birthday. Yeah, bless her. And she is, you know, she did the Trek 26 with me last year and she's a very good, you know, walking partner. And we're going to do the Jurassic Coast 75 kilometre walk next May. That's fantastic. Which is a little bit further than what we did the Trek 26, but it's not quite the 100 kilometre trek. How, so what's your goal? 46 miles. And bearing in mind it's on the Jurassic Coast. We are just going to do it. in. So you can do the Jurassic Coast challenge over two days. But oh, we're going to hit it out. 
In one? In one. So how many hours is that going to take you? Quite a few. That's that's like 24 hours. Uh, yeah, so the 26 took us about eight and a half. So you got so another 20 got miles. Another 20 miles. So yeah, about, yeah. You're nearly double. Miles. You're nearly so double. Because you're not going to go. Yeah. You're not going to get quicker. Yeah. No. But yeah, yeah, I don't think I. If I slept overnight, I wouldn't want to get up and do it again. So yeah. We're going to try and hit it out. Thank well, you. Yeah. No, Amazing. Well, thank you. It's to give back. I want to raise at least three hundred pounds to. Oh, bless put you. Someone else through what you guys put me through. That's super cute. Um, so that's I feel that. like we should be doing that as well. You know. Well, I did. You know. I'm. I mean, I think I did put it out on the group chat, and there did wasn't. You? My- well, there's a lot of chat going on, you know. Well, but it's no, it's a lot. You know, it's a lot to commit to, and it's we're gonna have. We didn't train for the other one very much. We did one sort of twelve mile walk, thinking that'll be all right. But obviously, the Jurassic Coast is a little bit more unforgiving. Yeah, it's not walking the Tesco, is it? Um, so yeah, so we are gonna have to start some training. Yeah. Um, and also Leon Taylor, yeah. he's doing the same challenge, but he's doing the full 100k, and I believe he's running it rather right. than so, walking. Leon, um, he's a legend, and I love Leon a bit, and I, I don't even know if he listens, but I've been talking to Leon a lot lately, and he really wants to give back to us. You know, he really, really supports what we do, and he wants to, he wants to help us out and help other people. So he has decided to do this 100k challenge. I was talking to him the other day at his place, and he said. The fast guys do it in about, I think he said, 16 hours. And that's uh, the. F- yeah, yeah, it's less than that, but it's, yeah. yeah. L- like, it's like that is considered for, it might be 14. Yeah, I did see him last night. I think we had the same similar conversation. Yeah. Anyway, he, he kind of underestimated stuff to begin with. Yeah. So yeah. he went and bought some new trainers from a shop where there's like all the dudes who are in there run ultras. And they were like, mate, that ain't easy. And yeah. they were like, you know, I, I run, that's what I do. And I run off-road and I run these difficult things. And they're like, that's going to take you the best part of 24 hours to complete that. Yeah. And then Leon's doing it with Dino. Yeah. Dino, who is a lad we all know from the gym, he's wearing a breathing apparatus set. Yeah. And he's doing it for the Firefighters Charity. And Leon is looking at Dino thinking... That's going to hurt. Yeah. That is going to hurt because your hurt. body is going to want to give up. I saw, I saw Leon last night and we, we spoke about this and they'd been out and they'd done 14 miles. Their first run was a 14 miler. As, a, as you do. To test the well, route. that is a warm-up to get to 100. Test the route in the terrain. Um, and I think he's going to revise his time now. Who, hey, Leon? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I because, mean, I think just getting through it is probably oh, just yeah, an yeah, yeah. isn't it? Like, but even I the guys that do, do it in the fastest times... Don't run it the whole time. No, you, you can't run you it. Can't run you know, that. We, I mean, don't get me. I sound like I'm doing it down. I'm not doing it down at all. But it's such a huge challenge. Huge. Did, Alan Clements did it, didn't he, last year? Yeah, 100k walk. He walked it, but he did quite a quick time walking, didn't he? And he it, slept overnight, I think. Did he? Think well, he looked like he'd shit himself for a week. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is. It <laughs> is I walked. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it's just walking. <laughs> two and a half, two, three weeks ago, I walked 13 miles of the Jurassic Coast, yeah. and. I knew it the next day. Oh, and yeah. It was a yeah. leisurely walk. We were walking from from one place basically to a pub to watch the rugby. We do it every year. Um, and even that, I felt it. I knew I'd done it. And that's just 13 miles. So it's a fair play to these guys. Fair play to you, Lee. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So looking forward to that. And well done, guys. And I think Harv, we probably need to have a conversation about this. Yeah, yeah. we do. Yeah. Um, and Kilimanjaro. I'm oh, looking, yeah. yeah. When is that? Is that 25? That is 25. Yeah. 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 And um, the last thing that we've had is we've got a new shop in town, the factory shop. Yes, we have. The factory shop has come to Shaftesbury. Last week. And they have also nominated 
Badco is their charity of the year. How cool is that? The and original little, factory shop, yeah, it's little amazing. little pop-up shop in there, did you say? Yeah, so what we're hoping to do, and we don't know where it's going yet, but they've offered us a space where we can go in there and use it as a little pop-up for us. So office lady's looking at whether she can do that on, she's talking about a Friday morning, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so it'll just be like a temp, like that day, not in there. Yeah, but like a couple yeah. hours. And like it'll raise awareness yeah, what we yeah. do. And, you know, the the factory, the original factory shop want to support us with sales of um, carrier bags yeah. and things like that. Oh, nice. So, yeah, really cool. Yeah. yeah. Really nice. More to, more to follow on that, yeah. I think. And then between now and Christmas, we are busy, busy people. We've got lots of markets. I think we're five weekends in a row. I think we've got five weekends in a row, and then you could throw into that a charity quiz and auction thing that's happening. Yeah, uh, another where you can bobs. win. Or there's is it auctions for the for the um, the dry, dry robes? robes. Yep, yeah, they all weather changing robes. Yes. Oh yeah, uh, we don't call them that. You're not allowed <laughs> to call them dry robes. <laughs> you said yeah. that sue Saturday. me. I will tell you what, sue me. Do you know what a dry robe? Sue me because yeah. he's a better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that, um, amongst some great um, auction prizes are a couple of Badco dry robes. Yeah, nice. Um, so thanks to Sophie, who's organising that evening for us. Um, but yeah, we've got that on a Friday night, and then we've got Saturdays and Sundays full of markets and events in yeah. Sherbourne, Shaftesbury, Blanford. Yeah. So uh, yeah, lot, lots going on. Yeah, it's, it's exciting. Good. It'll New be places. hard work, but they're, yeah. they're good fun, aren't they? Yeah, they are, and they are hard work. And bloody hell, was it cold the other Saturday? Oh, yeah, never. But I got in the car and said it was 11 degrees. There's no way it was 11 Shaftesbury's degrees. It's always cold. Yeah. Yeah. It was proper cold. Yeah. It was proper cold. But yeah, it's good. We're looking forward to it. So it's fantastic. Um, one thing we didn't say at the beginning was apologies for the delay in getting the podcast out. It's been it's hard getting us four in a room, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. Like the logistics of getting us four in a room. You know, we were supposed to record it last night, but at least was at JLS. Soz. <laughs> You're not Some sorry, things are, are more important, yeah, I'm afraid. You are not sorry. Things like that bring me joy, <laughs> yeah. and that's important for self-care. Does this not bring you joy? It does oh, bring wow. me joy, but... Yeah, I feel Can't be deep. Yeah. You know, JLS is one off. I can do this for you guys anyway. Yeah. <laughs> right. Bless you. Let's go on to the topic. Let's skip past all the other stuff, because PD has just said we're at half an hour already, Ooh. and we've got to move this along. Move along, people. Wind it up. So, da-da-da-da-da! Boundaries. Boundaries? What, as in, like, where your garden ends? Well, it's funny you should say that, because the best analogy I had of a boundary (laughs) is a property boundary. So a boundary, by definition, is a line which marks the limit of an area. Okay. So when you're talking about boundaries within yourself and your mental health and your, you know, your relationships with people, when I was seeing my counsellor, she said, you should imagine your boundaries are like your house and you wouldn't expect your neighbour or people you don't know to come into your garden and start doing whatever they wanted. So you should imagine it as an actual boundary around... I get what you're saying, Lise, but what's that got to do with mental health? Um, so, setting, and I know the answer, but yeah, yeah. You know, so I'm setting this setting up. boundaries yeah, yeah, yeah. is important for all of us, isn't it? Because yeah. the more you, or the the lack, of, I found out I have a distinct lack of any boundaries mm. in any relationship mm. at all when I was going through counselling. Okay, which is something we discovered quite quickly. Um, so explain what you mean, if you don't mind sharing. Because um, you say I, I had no boundaries. What does that mean? So. I take on, um, I was what people would describe as codependent. So I take on other people's boundaries, other people's beliefs, other people's opinions, and I make them my own because I I don't want to upset people or I want to be accepted. So I find it hard to say 
this is my limit or this is what I'm, you know, the, the boundary I'm setting on this relationship or, you know, this at work or, you know, with friends and things. And, and I will do stuff that I don't want to do or that I don't necessarily agree with or doesn't line up with my values. And then that puts me, you know, that makes me feel bad about myself. But then I also don't want to let people down or upset anyone. So that adds more pressure onto me. And then it's just like a negative cycle of like, you know, I'm letting people down. I'm not doing what I want, but I want to make them happy. And I'm not happy at the end of it. And I was always doing what other people want. Other people want and what mm. I thought was right, but not necessarily right for myself. Well, and then if you accept someone else's boundary or someone else's belief or thought or, or what they say is right and it makes you unhappy, they do that more, you're then eternally unhappy. Yeah. And then they think, well, Lisa does whatever I want her to do, so I'm just going to put more and more on her. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, yeah. so it's, that's why it's important to so have a boundary. So, for yourself then, how have you, since learning this, how have you installed boundaries in your life for a, a happier you? So we had to find way, like little ways to start with because she was like, if you do everything, you can't do everything at once. Yeah. And obviously you you find it hard to say no. And it was about like saying no and not feeling guilty with it. So I can say no sometimes, but then I'd change my mind afterwards and I'd be like, oh no, I will help you out or I will do that for you. I will, you know, whatever the, the question was. So I had homework one week of setting, I think it was three different boundaries. So like one at work, one with family and one... I don't know if it was with friends, possibly. I think it was, yeah, family, friends and work. And I had to go back the next week and, and tell her what I'd done to set a boundary in place and not feel guilty about it and just be like, this is what I'm doing. How did that play out? Weirdly, it was all right. Okay. So the, the three things I did, I had, my brother had asked me to have my niece and it wasn't, it was early on a Saturday morning and I was like, I just want to have a lion. That sounds a bit selfish, possibly. Yeah, but, but so you're allowed to be selfish. You're allowed to be selfish. And at that point in time, I'd worked a week. I was tired. I was like, I can have her at 9.30, which we agreed, but I can't come any earlier. And and he was like, fine, that's all right. I'll find someone else. Yeah. Or I'll, I'll have to wait till you get there. So that was fine. And, and she did say to me, if you say things with conviction, people will accept them. But when you're wavering, that's when people see a chink and can go... Actually, I can manipulate this a little bit. Okay, that, yeah. Yeah, something to add on that in a bit. And then I had a work one, I think. What did I do at work? Oh, it was um, just saying to someone, I can't do that for you now, but I will do it when I've got time. Rather mm. than, I would always be like, oh yeah, give me that, I'll do it now. Or even if it's someone else's job, or I could give it to someone else, I'd do it myself because it'd be easier. Delegations, where it's at. Yeah, so I think I was a bit like, I will do that for you, but when I've got time. Yeah. And then the friendship one was... Did going... it involve me in half? No, no, it didn't, actually. <laughs> um, it was going away for the weekend. And I didn't want to stay two nights. And my, someone else did. And I just... Normally, I would have been like, oh, I can't stay two nights because I've got to get back for something. I'd make an excuse yeah, not to do it. Yeah, don't make an excuse. You I said, said, I don't want to. I don't want to. Yeah, if you yeah. want to do that, you can do that. Yeah. There's other options. Yeah. But I'm going to go Friday night and yeah. I want to come home. Yeah, absolutely. And that was it. And I say people did accept them. So I was lucky that people were responsive to them. Lucky? In the sense that if they hadn't have been, I would have been like... But you obviously sold it with conviction. You yeah. obviously said no. And they yeah. went, okay. Whereas I think if they'd have been a bit more upset with me or and I've, I'd have felt guilty, that would have played on my kind of conscience mm. a bit more. But the other thing to kind of realise from that is people um, only... You find out what people... 
sorry, what Lise. I you. totally free then, didn't <laughs> yeah. I? I was taking a selfie to put on social media, and that so, was yeah. wrong of me. And I'm no, sorry. No, it's not. So the people, yeah. So if you put boundaries in place and then people don't respect them, it's because they're not being able to take as much from you as they were. Because you should be able to respect that someone's boundary is their boundary, whether or not it relates to you, or you believe it, or you think it's harsh. Yeah. I think. Um, I think I agree with everything you've just said. Um, and we, I was having this conversation earlier um, with Nay, and we were talking about boundaries. And I was getting her view on it. Um, and boundaries are something that I've gone through in my counselling a lot. And I, I have to. Say. I have to, yeah. Um, and you used the word conviction, which I love, um, and not justification. Yeah. And that was what Nay said earlier. Uh, she said, you don't, you don't have to justify no. what your boundaries are. So say them, set your boundaries with conviction but not justification because you don't have to justify. And that I think is a really sort of key element for it. And I think that's why I have struggled in the past with setting boundaries because I found it hard to justify or not believed in my own justification. And then you go, well, actually, I haven't really got a good excuse why I can't do that. So I'll just take it on. But the reason is I don't want to do that yeah. or I don't want to go out or I don't want to spend that weekend away or whatever. I don't have to justify it. No, to anyone. As long as you, for you, that's the right decision yeah. and that sticks within your, you know, it falls within your values or what you stand for. That's all that matters. I want a better word. Selfishness is fine. That's yeah. I, I went for it when I, when I went through counselling because I was feeling guilty about letting people down and not doing things that other people want you to do. And I was, I was told, and quite rightly, and I stick to it now, if you don't want to do it, just say no thank you. Yeah, just say... What I'm saying is written down as selfish yeah which it might be the only way we've got for it yeah but it's totally so totally fine to have that yeah i don't want to do it one of the one of the things i struggle with christmas do's i genuinely struggle with christmas do's because i they're just not positive places for me i don't drink anymore and so do i want to go to christmas do's now luckily because i know people from work listen to this and I have got a good excuse of <laughs> why I'm not going. But that's neither here nor there. If I was offered a Christmas do, I look ahead and go, right, now, right now in October, I want to go to that. But actually, I know how I'll be. And on the night, I won't want to go. So I'm better off just saying, no, thank you. I'm, I'm not going to come. Yeah. And then people say, oh, why not? We really want you to come. Yeah. And I, I really want to be there. But I know on the night, I won't want to come. Because yeah. it'll be driving 45 minutes to sit down and have dinner and the whole time I'll be thinking, God, I wish I was at home because I'm tired and I don't really have the money for this because it's Christmas. Da, 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 da. It all pans out. So I'm better off just saying, hey, guys, thanks very much, but I can't make it. I'm not yeah. going to be there. And that's all you have to say. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to give your reasons. Yeah. You? Yeah. No, I think boundaries, boundaries um, are super, super important. Um, I have to set them. My counsellor had me setting them a bit like what you did, Lise, um, and setting and scheduling time for the more important things as well, which means putting up boundaries against things that aren't important. Yeah. Um, and it's been a huge help for me mentally. You know? Yeah. And we have this thing, you know, we haven't done it for a little while, but we like Ads and I, because we talk, I mean, the three of us talk a lot and we talk. Yeah. Every day. Every day. Apart from when I had a head fit last week and I yeah. didn't speak to you for about three days. But and I'm sorry about that. No, no, that's fine because <laughs> you, but you set a boundary because there was too much going on. Yeah. Um, and that's cool. And we, we often say to each other, I'm going off grid. 
or something like that. I know she just said that. Yeah, but it doesn't matter because I understand it now. But being able to say I'm going off grid, I'm not, you know, you won't hear from me for a day or two. There's nothing wrong with that. No, I think it's important as well to say to people, these are my boundaries. Yeah. Just well, I don't know. It's a bit weird, isn't it? Oh, well, hi, nice to meet you. I mean, Here's I, my boundaries. No, no, like if it's a, <laughs> no, like in a situation, like because like David just said, it sometimes does come across as selfish. But if you can say, well, no, this is this is a boundary of mine. Like I, this is a limit, and I don't yeah. I don't want you to cross that. Not that I'm being selfish, or not that I'm trying to be rude, yeah, it's, or. Well, it's also true with the fact that you say it with conviction and you clearly mean it. Would you want that person? to have that role in your life if they weren't able to accept no, it. No, and, kind of, yeah, and you, if you flip it around and it's you asking somebody and they come back, back not back at you, that's the wrong phrase, come back to you with that response, you're not questioning it. No. You're fine, yeah. aren't no, you? No, yeah, that's it's true. Like I don't really do parties. I don't really go to parties anymore. No. So if someone said, do you want to come to my 40th per- birthday party? I'd be like, no, thanks. Mine's going to be in Portugal. Yeah, but so I'll go with you because you don't, yeah, but you don't drink. <laughs> yeah, so I would right. come to yeah. your party. And I, I, do, I do go to parties and I know we have to, sometimes we have to do things that we don't particularly want to do, yeah. but we have to do it for other people. And those people who are close, you have to do that yeah. because you need to support them. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I do agree with that. Sometimes you do have to go out of your comfort zone and say, yeah, I, I, I know I need to do this for you because I need to be there and I need to show my face to show you're important enough that I'm there. However... My boundaries are when people start standing on my feet and spitting in my face, I'm going I'm out. out of there, yeah. yeah, I don't know why yeah, you yeah. don't like that. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> that's what happens. We're, we're talking about boundaries, though. The one for me that I'm trying to keep dead clear is the boundary of work, because I could spend a so hundred hours a week at work and I still wouldn't get my work done. Yeah. And I'm very much mindful, and I hope I keep this for the rest of my life that work has a finish time and I have to put the computer away and walk away and forget about it for the weekend. So when I finish on Friday, literally out of my mind and don't think about it again until Monday morning. And that's what I'm trying to do at the moment. I think that's really important. Um, It's something that I've done over the last few years in in terms of work. So I've been that guy that weekends, looking at phones, looking at emails, it comes absorbing and then I... I, Can't sleep. Yeah, can't sleep. And then I've, I've managed now to check out and that uh, and that doesn't mean you don't care about your work you know i do i I really do care about my job and i really enjoy my job and the industry i'm working in but you have to set boundaries you know and i'm i'm off like i said earlier i'm off today and i'm off for the rest of the week and i won't do anything work related phone off you know i might accidentally slip into thinking about something but i'll I'll switch myself out of it um and there are people listening to this podcast people i work with currently and have worked with in the past and they need to know that your work will take everything you give it so if you keep giving, it'll keep taking. And that's yeah. not the fault of anybody or anything in particular. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And it's a credit to your personality type, but you have to give your your, your life time. Absolutely. Yeah. And for your for the good of the business that you work for, yeah. have downtime. Yeah. Because no one can sustain working twenty four seven and you will burn yourself out quicker by giving 24-7 than you will if you say, yeah. I'm done, I'm walking away and I'm having a weekend off or I'm going on holiday or I just can't cope with this and I'm leaving work early because I need to go and you know spend some time running or swimming or doing whatever. Absolutely, you will for the longevity of your, your business and your role, you'll be better in the long run. Yeah. So absolutely, I think a boundary around work is really important. And when we decided the the topic of this podcast, I was like, that is the boundary for me because I don't want to get burnt out. I've been there. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. We, it, it's such an important boundary because you spend a lot of your life at work anyway. So, you know, let's make sure you have that, there that you segregation. Boundaries. 
Boundaries. Boundaries. Get some. Put them in place. Get some. Get if you some ain't got boundaries. some, get some. Yeah, if you don't know if you've got any, you haven't got any. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, I've got a question for you two. If you get you a, a question. question. <laughs> Email your question. That's how I knew Adele, who I mentioned at the beginning, listened to the podcast, because I was on the phone to her, and I said to someone, I said, oh, this guy's got a question, and then she started singing. If you've got a question. <laughs> so there you go. I knew she was a fan, the super fan. Wow, we're at 50 minutes already. <gasps> Quick question. Wow. <laughs> right, here's a question. Okay, you're not allowed to think about it, you okay. just got to splurt it out. Oh, if you had 10 grand out, yeah. right now, what would you spend it on, Lise? <gasps> 10 grand. Harv, if you had 10 grand right now, what would you spend it on? Holiday. Where? Oh, somewhere fairly warm. Fairly warm? <laughs> fairly not, warm. not too not warm. Really not too hot. Hot. <laughs> no, not bacon. 10 grand. That's 10 a decent grand. holiday. Oh, I, would, I mean, do I have to spend grand. the whole 10 grand? Yeah, you got 10 grand. On one thing, or can we spend it on lots of things? Well, yeah. come on, you're dragging this out. The idea is you answer it quick. You got 10 grand, what'd you spend it on? Holiday. Uh, Hol- yeah, holiday. Yeah, I, would, I yeah. think I mean, holiday. That's the best thing, isn't it? For like my fa- like I'd take my family, the kids. Where would you go? Oh, I would go somewhere. PD's got his head in his hands. Shake. Wait, you think that's a bad uh, Why, idea? What would you spend on, PD? No, go on. I mean, let's, let's face it, what I'd actually do is buy 10 JLS meet and greet. <laughs> <laughs> for the rest of the tour I'd yeah. hire them to come and sit in my house for yeah. the day actually yeah that's what I'd do I reckon PD would spend 10 grand on podcast recording equipment <laughs> yeah yeah true true yeah that's what i do hire JLS would you? yeah for 10 grand? yeah Sod well the that's kids. what the first thing you do Sod the kids they I love it she's holiday, got yeah. holiday for the children now nah, <laughs> f*** that <laughs> Uh, I would, fun no, place, yeah, no, I think I think even are you thinking JLS half? Uh, no, I'm not. I'm not. Um, definitely not. Sorry, JLS guys, she's not my cup of tea. Um, no, hundred percent holiday. Even though I've had a little bit more time to think about it, I'm still going holiday. Because what you could do as well is take a cheaper holiday, but have a longer holiday. So say to your work, look, I need a couple of months yeah. off here, unpaid. A little sabbatical. Yeah. And you say, look, I just need a couple of months. You've got enough to pay the bills. And then, you know, for six weeks, eight weeks. Oh, you're just buying headspace. That's what and then do. go and spend five grand on a holiday. Like, just go and hire a, you know, villa in the south of France and go live there for two months. I mean, I, for five grand, I, yeah, I can have a very good holiday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What would you do? I don't have even thought about it. <laughs> well, go on then. Well, it's a question no, for you guys, isn't it? Yeah, I have to answer my question. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> i tell you what, I've always wanted, and this sounds really shallow, I've always wanted a, an old classic mini, and 10 grand would get me a decent classic mini. Get me a really, really nice little mini. I don't think that sounds shallow. That, no. Because for me, and you know, you guys know I've got an old Rover that I absolutely adore. You've also got an old Mini that we went <laughs> uh, yeah, we went on a long road trip in. Yeah, we did. And my back's still in pieces. <laughs> That's what did it. And we got Nick speeding. I yes. say we. Yeah, yeah, we. Oh man, what was I going? Yeah, like for me, I know it's a possession and people say, oh, you can't, things can't buy your happiness. But what that gives you is it gives you headspace on a Sunday afternoon where you go and get in that and you disappear off and you don't really know whether you're going to get to your destination and it's a bit crappy and a bit uncomfortable, but, man, it's fun. It's fun doing stuff like that. And I really, really enjoy that. So that that would buy me headspace. But if I ask my wife, holiday. That's what she'd spend it on. We'd have a date. She'd spend 10 large on holiday as well. Oh, 10 grand on holiday. (laughs) You're having a hell of a time. Yeah, there you go. Cool. Right, rants. What we got? PD, you never answered. 10 grand, what are you spending on? By a studio, oh, there yeah. you go. Shedio. A shedio. Yeah, nice. 
There you go. Look, he's he's nodding he's as if like he's dreaming. He's, he's dreaming. He's, yeah. he's ready to spend. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Did Roy Rance. Yeah, you, you sing Stu Studio? Yeah, I did. Yeah. yeah. Stu oh, nice. Studio. Bit of Genesis. Oh, was studio, I was trying to it? think what song was that. Right, Rance, what you got, Lee? Um, I haven't really got a rant, but I've got like a little annoyance. Go on. A little uh, annoyance. You know, I mean, I might be the only person who has this, but you know when you open a packet of like ibuprofen or paracetamol, or so any kind of tablets, mm. it doesn't matter what end you open it, oh, you always bit, yeah. get that bit of the instruction. The over paper. Because you know, that is that is so interesting. No, it, it, no you do. Yeah, but how do you know? Yeah, but how do you know what's the wrong end? Oh, here we go. This is going to change my life. Is it? Yes. That's the opening. You didn't know that, though, did you? Holy smokes. No, so if you open it without, so you open it on the end without the printed information on it, you'll, you'll open it without the, the paper. Right, oh we God, need... That's going we to change need. my life. Oh, honestly, last night we, I had a headache before I went into GLS. So I went and bought wow. some tablets, opened the end, and I was like... I just wanted to get them out really quickly because I wanted to take some tablets and the bit of paper was there and I was like, it doesn't matter what way you do it, it's always there. I, honestly, I am I'm I'm shocked that you knew that. Like, okay, we need to get a poll on social media of how many people knew, knew that. that. I how many people knew, don't open I it on their I just get no. frustrated every time. Well, I, I just seem to always open it on the same yeah. end. The other thing about packets, oh, it annoys me. It draws you to it though because it's got like writing on it. Do you ever read that? Nah, you wouldn't take a tablet if you did. Well, I know, read it, it says though. side no. effects. Nah. Yeah. Yeah. I'm all right, thanks. This pill may yeah. kill you. You know, it's paracetamol. <laughs> and you can take more than two at a time. More than four times a day. Oh, let's not talk about overdose on it. No, no, like, yeah. that's like the bare minimum, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, you yeah, take yeah. it with wine as well. <laughs> yeah, 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 that helps. Yeah. Please don't. There's no medical advice, the other, especially not right now. Yeah, yeah, we are not medical people. The other thing that annoys me is those those packets that you get talking about packets where it says easy open, just tear here, and they never work. Uh, They're shite, aren't they? What do you mean, like a food packet? Now? Yeah, yeah. Oh, right, okay. You know, it says, oh, just pull it at this corner, like a bacon yeah. packet. Yeah, bacon. Yeah, Bacon's on, the worst. Yeah. While we're on food packets, yeah. those, those like... Those bags of Whisper or um, Whisper Bites or oh, yeah. chocolate yeah, yeah. buttons yeah. that have got a resealable bit uh, of thing. What's the point in that? Who's using it? that? <laughs> and it, well, yeah, just eat them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nobody's resealing it. Well, there you go. That is a decent rant. <laughs> I'm going to check that. And, PD, that is some That's good information. Yeah. I'm going to go home. Life. Yeah, I'm going to go home and check <laughs> that out. PD life hack. Yeah, there you go. It's like you see all those life, ha life hacks on Instagram. Yeah. There. That is a life hack. There, there you, go. you go. I'll tell you what, a life hack. Well, we're on Ooh. it. This was a game changer for me. When you go on holiday and you've got to take the plug adapter. Oh, yeah, I know what you're going to say. What you do is you take, you know, you can buy like a bank of six plugs that are plastic. Extensionally. You know, extensionally. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I now take one of those and one plug adapter. So I plug it in and I've got six plugs. UK plugs. So you don't need to take a. Uh, um, Converter, you know, because you're always like the kids are like, Oh, I've got it, and you're swapping it around to try and charge people's phones. Someone said, Just take one of these. I was like, Oh my god, and I've got 10 grand for, for my holiday, so yeah. I can get a nice one. Anyway, life hack over. That's pretty cool. What's your rant, half? My rant is uh, is dog shit. <laughs> physically or no. metaphorically. Oh, we were actually walking down the street the other day, and half said. This is going to be my rant because it, I, I don't know, right? It used to, in, in, in my, kids, it was it was white. <laughs> yeah, I mean, back in the day, where, where's white dog shit gone? By the way, yeah, you not anymore. Do but you? dog shit used to be in the nineties. Used to be fucking everywhere, um, and I think we've got better as a race, as a race, as a society, <laughs> as a society of, of getting on top of it. But it seems to me, of late, 
that is creeping back in. But and I, it was on the high street. That's what brought uh, my attention yeah. to Isn't it. Isn't there a lady going around marking it? Well, the yeah, next day yeah. after you pointed <laughs> out, so after you pointed out, there was a on was Alfred. On Alfred yeah. There was a lady yeah. spray painting around the one we saw. Yeah, the same dog shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and, but it was well, like smeared down the road oh, as well. Yeah, yeah. Who leaves that? My dad's house not long ago like that. Who leaves that? I just don't, you know, get a grip, people. Yeah. If you're going to have a dog, you've got to be prepared well, to clean up after it. I don't have a dog, and one of the reasons I don't have a dog is the thought of picking up dog shit makes me, like, shudder. You um, get used to it. Yeah, I'm sure you do, but, I, you know, when I do have a dog, I'll take care of it. But if you have got a dog... I don't care if it's runny or whatever's going on with it. You've got a, you've got a duty, a responsibility as a good human being to sort that shit. Or literally, like, sort that shit. Like out. The, whoever left that outside my dad's house, if they didn't have a bag or it was too runny or whatever, knock on the door and just say, "I'm really sorry, I can't clean this up at the moment." Yeah. I'll be back. Like, yeah, or like, can you? Because like, you know, we got. Plastic bag or whatever. You know, Lola's only got to walk out and stand in that for hands and it, whatever. It's absolutely but disgusting. You don't know it's there. Um, you can't it's a health that. risk. Don't do it. No. People, pick up after your dog. Yeah, I mean, I do always pick up after the dogs, but I reckon you see less of it in the park now, and but more in the high street. People mm. who don't put it in the bin, tie it to trees and stuff and gate. It's a bit weird. Yeah, that yeah. I've never really got that. I've I never don't really get understood that either. That. You see that a lot more, don't you? Yeah, it's a bit weird, isn't it? If you're going to pick it up, put it in the bin. Yeah, there you go. Dog shit. Dog shit. So that's a bit of a serious one, really. But yeah, dog shit is a rant. Yeah, fair one. Um, I've got two rants. Ooh, one is my own back and the weakness of my body because, man, I'm pissed off. I'm constantly paying for physio on my stupid-ass back that is just... This, I don't know what's wrong with it, but anyway, that, that's rant number one. Rant number two is people who wake up in the morning believing that the glass is half empty. Ooh. How do they get out of bed thinking the, the default answer to a question is no? Like, I don't know... Wow. sounds like he has yes there's people in this world who the default answer is no to whatever you say and i don't get it i don't get how like how how and i suppose it goes back to mental health how is that person are you okay you know because the default answer is no we can't do that because of i'm going to give you 15 reasons why we can't do something rather than the one reason we can do something and I don't get that. And I've started saying that to people. It's a boundary. So people then would rant at me. And this is work life, home life, all sorts of stuff where people say, we can't do that because of this, this and this. And and in the end, I've started saying to people, will you give me 10 reasons why we can't do something? Should we look at the one give reason why one we can? I'll give you 10 good reasons to stay. Was that Kylie Minogue? Yeah, and Jason, that was Jason Donovan, wasn't it? Oh, was it? it? You're yeah. the only one nope. I if you walk, <laughs> too many broken hearts. Every, everyone just stopped oh, and looked at me. Yeah, too many yeah, broken hearts in the world. Right, you can finish too with that. Too many dreams can be broken into. We don't need to sing at the end now. My God, um, this journey. So gone. yeah, that's that's my rant. Is people who default no. How's your just, back right now? Uh, it's good. Yeah. I went swimming today. And it, and it held up. I had some some issues going on. My right leg went numb <laughs> from the knee to mid thigh, and I don't really know why. But the physio said it's all right, and I was pretty what about negative. Your wet foot phenomenon. Yeah. So well, I told her about. It. I told the physio about that, and she said I was a right weirdo. <laughs> so what happened was I was at work the other day, and I thought, God, my my foot's wet. That's weird. My left foot. So I took my my shoe off and felt my sock, and was like, that's dry. That's weird. Put my shoe back on, carried on. A couple hours later, I'm like, that foot is definitely wet. Took my shoe off. Again, felt my sock dry. 
I went swimming and my foot in the pool felt wet and the other one didn't. <laughs> my mum used to have something. She used to feel like someone was pouring like cold water down her leg. Yeah. She used to get that feeling. Well, did she have a bad back? No. Uh, I think, uh, and he, <laughs> dear, dear, listener, dear listener, if you can help uh, Mr. Collins out here, With why his foot, foot feels wet when it's not wet. Yeah. And when it is wet, it still feels wet. I was in the uh, pool and it felt wet and the other one did felt wetter. Yeah, it felt wetter than the other one. Yeah, weird. Isn't it? But yeah, my back's good. There's a couple of things. Again, boundaries I've got to do. Every morning I have to get up and walk. That is an essential thing. And the cold tub. I have to do that. And that keeps my back good. And damn, that cold tub's getting cold. Getting cold. Have you been in yours? No, because I made the mistake of... I cleaned it all out, yeah. made it look nice. I put the plastic cover that came with it because my cover needs a new one. Yeah. And then in the wind last week, that got taken off, blown off, whatever. So it's now had a lot of rainwater in and there's just a lot of dead, dead spiders and stuff in there. Yeah. And there's a little worm that's kind of just moving around and I just can't bring myself to get in it now. Well, I probably wouldn't get in there with that, that no. sort of wild So I've now life. got her empty again. Yeah. But yeah, that's getting cold. But it does seem to sort me out. Is there a little worm in your cold tub, Ad? <laughs> No, there's no way about it. Yes, there is. <laughs> if you ever, if there's anyone listeners out there that struggle with a penis that's too large, get in a cold tub. If anyone's looking down, if anyone's looking down thinking, I suffer here, get yeah. yourself a cold tub. You all right, Lise? Lise anyway, <laughs> moving on. We've just lost Lise. So the, the message from today is all about boundaries. <laughs> yes. yeah, yes. All about boundaries. So there oh. we go. Okay. Do Set I need them. to do my boundary message? Yeah, what's your boundary message? Oh, my boundary message? message. Setting boundaries for yourself isn't selfish. It's an essential part of forming a healthy relationship. And it doesn't mean you don't care about other people in your life. It just means you know you aren't responsible for them. Excellent. Which I think is a really important thing. That's a yeah. really good thing. Yeah. yeah. I like that. Did you, did you think did that? Did I write that out? <laughs> did you? Did you Google it? No, it was part of... Um, some of it was mine, and then the bit about being, not being responsible was from a brilliant book that I've got given by my counsellor on boundaries. Okay, check what, what book. Um, I don't write the name of it. Henry Cloud and John Townsend. It's called Boundaries. Oh, okay. But it's very religious based. Okay. But it's also how that, how like the Bible sets boundaries and how it applies to your life. It, it, your, your belief is, yeah. yeah. But is, yeah, it, is this your book recommendation? It's worth a read, yeah. I think we should recommend a book every week. I'm just putting it out there. I'll tell that's, you what. That's another thing we should add. The book I recommended. Yeah, the book. So Lee said to me, this is what she said to us, this is one of the best books I've ever read. And whenever anyone says that, I go, yeah, terrific. I'll borrow it and think, I think I'll be the judge of whether this is the <laughs> and, you're, and, and you're thinking, it ain't Danny Champion of the World, is yeah, it? Yeah. Have I said that to you? We just know that's your favourite book. Favorite yeah, yeah, book. that is my favourite book. Someone, I, I think it was Adele at work, was asking me about it. And I said, my favourite book is, without a doubt, Danny the Champion of the world anyway um i did read the beginning of that though when we went to scaffold pike didn't i yeah and um it's not as good as i remember it i'll be honest but it's still oh. good um yes it is called wrong place wrong time by gillian McAllister. gillian McAllister, yeah yeah fantastic Brilliant book. book so there's two books to, to recommend there there's the wrong place wrong time and there's boundaries boundaries well let's make it a triple and say simon cynic simon cynic starts with why yeah that That's is on the table in front yeah. of us here uh, great book. book yeah Great go. book. Mm. I'm what are you book. reading? <laughs> I'm reading a book called Olives, The Life and Law of the Noble Fruit. <laughs> <laughs> you were reading that the other week It's still, a fucking big book. <laughs> Is it? Is it really thick? Yeah, yeah. It's written by a bloke called Mort, Mort Roseblum, I think like that. He's um he's actually a journalist. He's a war journalist. Oh, yeah. Um, But he bought a, a place in Provence and uh, he talks about olives 
all from all over the world, but actually they have a real influence in religious and political landscapes. Um, so it's not not literally just about what well, is about olives, um, but it's uh, it's it's about so much more. It's got a message. An olive than an olive. Yes, I'm rereading at the moment. I do like to go back and reread every now and again, and I'm reading. The Satellite I'm Not Giving a Fuck. Oh, I've read that yeah. yeah. I've got I've quite got a pile of there. books to get for it. You'll give me the other one as well. What's the other one? Um, I think you need to see someone. Oh, yes. Uh, by Laurie Gottlieb. Yeah. Brilliant book. It's. Um, I think you, maybe you should talk maybe to someone. Maybe you should talk to someone. Brilliant book. Okay. I think it's, so. about, it's, a th- it's a therapist who tells you about the therapy she's giving to people, but also the therapy she receives from a therapist she's seeing. It's I'm great. going out there now. I'm saying every week we should recommend a book. Well, we just recommend about 16. Yeah, uh, and, I'm, I'm out and, of books. And on our we social media, Lisa's going to list the books we're recommending. Okay. We did do, go through a stage um, of doing that. Let's do that again. Yeah. yeah. There we go. There you go. Yeah. meeting there we had. Sorry, guys. We could have a book club. You didn't ask, but my book. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. David. It's The Making of the English Landscape by um, William George Hoskins, and it's amazing. It's all about how England is the way it is in terms of the physical landscape, so like Ooh. roads and uh, all the other bits of physical geography. Oh, okay. And hillsides and, yeah, it's amazing. Do you know... To- it's much more interesting than it sounds. I'll tell you what, an interesting programme that I don't know whether you've ever watched, Producer David, and it sounds insane, it's a programme about the A303 and the origins... Why the A three hundred three is where it is, oh, and what. Sounds, I tell you what, it's a bloody good program. Yeah. The oldest crossroads in the country is is the junction where you go underneath the three hundred three. Um, at Longbridge. Uh, where, where's the the garage? You know, there's the garage up. Willoughby Hedge. Willoughby Hedge. That's apparently the oldest crossroads. What, East Noyle? Yeah, yeah, that's the oldest crossroads. Is it? Not where the flyover is. It's next to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll gather the yeah, because they built the, yeah, they built the free, free over the <laughs> yeah. top of it. So, so Willoughby Hedge. Um, the yeah. oldest service station is actually Stonehenge. That didn't work. I don't get it. Is that <laughs> a joke? It's on the 303. That's what it was originally. A, what? A service station? Yeah, that's what it was. There's a lot of argument about it being a clock and a timekeeping piece. But it's actually. Well, but that's where you get your gas. That was that was the original service station because the 303 was Are there you joking? before Stonehenge. He's desperately trying. Yeah, he is. I'm clinging on to something. Can we cut the fuck this out, please? <laughs> on that note. Yeah, but it's quite interesting because it talks about if you like the histor- history of the country, yeah. like there's a, a forest that goes through that's like up near the M3 that had quite a lot to do with Henry to someone. <laughs> Henry yeah. to someone. And there's a there's a hedge that you wouldn't even know. You drive past it, you know, every time you drive down the 303, but it's really, like, important piece of hedgerow. Mm. Been there for donkeys. Yeah, there you go, see? Mm. What a highlight to finish on, the history wow. of the 303. <laughs> We've been everywhere. And actually, we were building Stonehenge in this country at the same time they were building the great... I'm tying this right back to the start. The great... Pyramid of Giza. What year so, was that then? So, oh, it was a long time ago. Yesteryear. Days oh, of yonder. Your. Days of your. <laughs> Days of your. But that goes to show you how um, I don't think we were that advanced in this country because we were knocking up Stonehenge and they were building pyramids. Yeah, but don't didn't those stones come from France? Wales. Well, Wales. Wales. Yeah. Is, there's a bit. There's. Is that definite? They come from Wales. Yeah. But regardless of where Wales. they came from, it's, it's still a, pretty shit, isn't it? When you could. When you well, no, when how did they get them up like that? Yeah, but when you compare it to a pyramid, uh, I mean, it's still wooden, isn't it? It's just fucking stones. They're just like yeah, they still have to get that top bit on top of the yeah. Other okay, two. it must have been hard to put it up there, but why? Where I'm saying as a feat of engineering, 
the pyramids win. Have you ever seen a pyramid? Uh, not in person. No, I haven't. Have you? No. Have you, David? I've never been to- no. But I've watched programs about them, and they are like mathematically they're precise. They're they're they're, they're amazing. Stonehenge. Yeah, we're well we're well over. We're just well talking. Yeah. Everyone's turned off. The only <laughs> people listening now is the four people in this room. The Stonehenge is better than the pyramids. No, I mean the other way around. I meant the other way around. <laughs> and on that note, I think we should finish because that that got a bit out there, didn't it? Yeah. So so least mental sing health it. podcast involving Stonehenge and pyramids. Right, uh, Lee, sing us out. Uh, you got have a I choice. Really done that though. Oh, okay, well, we'll just say goodbye, are we? Jason Donovan. Right, yeah. next episode should be the Christmas one. <gasps> no, it's October, not November. Yeah. yeah, the next one will be in November. Christmas is and in then December. The Christmas one. So there you go. Yeah, we're nearly there. Well done, guys. Bye. Thanks very much. See you later. Bye. bye. Wave bye bye on a Zoom call. Like you don't yeah, I did. I always got that. Cheers. Bye. Yeah, Cheers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>